Hey, hey, I'm Julia, the owner of Julia K Design, which is a small business specializing in wedding invitation design and calligraphy. If you're an aspiring small business owner, a fellow wedding creative, or just looking for some overall inspiration and insight, Julia's creative business guidebook will bring light to all of the challenges I've faced, the lessons I've learned, and the success I've earned. I hope you'll tune in every week for a new chapter in your guidebook. Hello, hi, 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 hi. It is me. I am back, baby. <laughs> I say that like I was gone. No, I wasn't. I was just, I'm just back. I'm back recording, even though I just recorded 10 minutes ago. Um, okay. <laughs> Today's episode is a good one, y'all. It is all about printing at home and what I have learned so far in my printing at home journey. If you follow me on Instagram, you have seen that I am trying to print at home and I just wanna talk about what I'm doing and how it's going and maybe it's something that you want to do. Maybe you have no interest in it and that's fine. Maybe you're just curious, whatever it may be. I'm just going to share my thoughts, tips, tricks, struggles, successes, reasons, everything. (laughs) First and foremost, I get a lot of questions. Why have I decided to print at home? The biggest reason is it is moving me towards my end goal of becoming a full service invitation business. I'm going to touch on this a little bit more in the episode, but that is like the main reason that's the big one. The second one, also a biggie, is to cut back on costs. My printing company that I use that is local to me has raised their prices, which is fine. I mean, everybody's raising their prices it is what it is, but I need to be profitable and I need to be more profitable than I am now. Obviously, the more profitable, the better of a business. So I guess in the money aspect, that is. But yeah, so that's like the next biggest reason. And then quality control is another huge one. I just want to have more control over what I am producing and what I'm giving to my clients. And Another reason is turnaround time. Now, I have only just started this printing at home journey, so I'm still determining what the turnaround time looks like for me doing it, but I'm thinking it's going to be faster. It just obviously depends on like how many projects I have at a time and things like that. Those are the biggest reasons as to why I have decided to experiment with printing at home. Also, a disclaimer before I keep going, speaking of... I am currently printing an order at home and my printer is right next to my desk, so you may hear some printing noises in the background. I will try to edit them out, but just putting that out there. Things to think about with printing at home. I'm gonna run through them and then I'm going to touch on each of them. Your printer, your ink, your paper, your time, your process, and your cutting. (laughs) I don't know if that means the cutting of the paper. I guess that could go under the paper um, category, but. Those are some very important things you need to think about when printing from home. So going back, your printer. Obviously, this is the very, very most important thing. The very most important thing. Does that make any sense? I don't know. Your printer is going to be the most important. This is not something that you can be doing on your regular at-home office printer. And what I mean by that is I'm not going to sit here and like list out models of printers and stuff because truthfully I don't know much about printers at all I just know that mine works for it (laughs) it's going to need to be a pretty heavy duty printing machine I would argue that if you aren't running very large quantities you could maybe get away with 
not a heavy-duty printer. I don't really know. I don't have printer knowledge. I'm very knowledgeable about my printer and <laughs> how my printer works, but in regards to other printers in the industry and in the market, I do not know much about them. My printer is a Canon Pixma Pro 100. It's a very heavy-duty printer. It runs at about $1,000, I think, right now. It's not just a printer that you're going to like walk into Staples and walk out with. It is a very, very high-quality printer. In fact, not in fact, but so I know I, I thought I read something on Facebook the other day that it was a dis, that it has been discontinued. I don't think that's true. I think that I have it in my Amazon storefront. Let me go check on that right now because that would just be heartbreaking if they discontinued this printer because she is beauty. She is grace. She is absolutely amazing. Yeah, it's still on. It's still on Amazon and it is on sale right now, y'all. So currently it is normally $930 and it is on sale for $887. So I'll leave a link to the printer in my um, in the episode description so you can go and check it out. It also says there's only one left in stock. So don't kill me if when you go to look at it, if this is no longer there or no longer the sale, because this episode is going to come out in a week and a half. So, okay. Anyways, <laughs> but yeah, your printer needs to be something that is heavy duty. It also needs to be something that can handle heavy cardstock. I don't think anybody's printing wedding invitations on anything less than like a hundred pound paper. At least I hope you're not. So your printer needs to be able to handle really thick cardstock. I print 130 pound paper on this Canon Pixma Pro with absolutely no issue. I also print on handmade paper. I print on really thin paper. I print on vellum. I print envelopes. Like this printer really does everything I need it to do. The next thing you need to think about is the ink and the cost of what the ink is going to be and how long that ink is going to last. This is an area that I'm not going to fully know until I actually run through an entire cartridge of ink. So how I'm doing this right now is I'm just keeping track of the date that I refill specific colored ink cartridges and then I'm writing down like how many copies I'm printing. I know there's probably a better way to do this and I'm not sure that what I'm doing is even beneficial because each invitation suite uses different colors. Some of them are just black and white. So I need to still figure out what the best method is for keeping track of how much how many copies I can get out of an ink cart cartridge. The ink for this Canon Pixma Pro is about so I think it has eight cartridges like eight different color combos or colors of ink and I think for a full pack of eight it is like $130. Honestly to me that's not that bad. I don't think that that's insane but I do need to like I said wait to see how much how many invitations I could print out of each cartridge if that makes any sense at all. You just, you need to be aware of the ink and how much it's costing you and how much you're needing to refill. The next thing you need to think about is the paper that you're using. The two most common types of printers are inkjet printers and laser printers, and some papers are not compatible with one of those. So the Canon that I have is an inkjet printer, so when I'm ordering paper, I need to make sure that it is described as being an inkjet compatible piece of paper. Some papers only work on laser printers, some only work on inkjet printers, so that's just something that you need to be aware of. 
The next thing you need to be aware of is your time. This is a huge factor in printing from home and this is why I think most people in the industry do not print from home because it does take time. However, I can run print jobs while I'm doing other computer work and assembly tasks. So to me, I'm not really like wasting any of my time because it's always just happening in the background. So you just have to use your time wisely. Um, I will say some papers, like more textured papers, don't run through the printer as smoothly. So in that case, I do kind of have to babysit the printer a little more. But to me, that's just not really like a deal breaker or that big of a deal. So it's also important that you are aware of how this is going to change your process. Printing at home is adding a huge piece to your entire process. Um, it's going to change things drastically just because you are now adding a whole nother step. The printing step alone has several steps. So I went ahead and created a new production sheet, which if you are familiar with my podcast or you've listened or you're an Instagram subscriber, you have access to my current production sheet. I'm also going to go ahead and upload my new production sheet, which includes the printing production side of things. The way you can gain access to this resource is by becoming an Instagram subscriber. So if you have not heard about it or you are unfamiliar with it, Instagram rolled out this subscription program where essentially I can have subscribers that pay a monthly fee to Instagram and you um, kind of get like exclusive content. So if you're a subscriber of me, you get access to a portal that I have online that is only for subscribers and it has a ton of different educational resources in it. This is really the only form of education that I offer, obviously besides my podcast, but yeah, I upload a ton of different educational resources to the portal that you get access to. So I am going to upload this new production sheet to the portal um, as soon as I'm done with this episode. So if you're interested, head to my Instagram, which is at Julia K Design, and you can subscribe directly through my profile. Back to the production sheet. I have changed it a little bit just to kind of be more printer and production friendly. So now I have an entire printing section and I just list out like invitation card, RSVP card, details card, and I can mark off if that piece has been printed and then if the piece has been cut. And then I have envelope liner, vellum wraps, wax seals, envelopes, pretty much anything that could be assembled. And then I have some blank spots just because some projects you know, have other add-ons or other miscellaneous things that I have to assemble and produce. I just kind of reformatted this to be able to track what I have printed and what I have cut so far. Typically, I'll print and cut within the same day, but sometimes, you know, it just doesn't work out that way and I'll have to come back to it. So that's when this form is really useful so that I know how many I've done. So I don't need to like start each day by recounting to see what I still have left. The Final two things that you need to think about are figuring out your printing settings and cutting your paper. So figuring out your printing settings can be very tedious and it's kind of just a trial and error. I wasted a few pieces of paper <laughs> when I was first starting printing at home because I needed to find the best quality and the best settings that gave me the highest quality. So it was just trial and error a few times of changing things to find what really works best for my printer and my paper. The final thing you need to think about is cutting your paper. So you can buy pre-cut pages. So 
for example, like a standard invitation card is a five by seven. So you can buy pre-cut five by seven sheets. However, they are going to be a little bit more expensive. So what I do is I buy 11 by 17 sheets and I can actually print four five by sevens on each 11 by 17. And then I need to cut those down to the right size. So I cut, oh, I'm sorry. So I print with bleed and crop marks and then I cut the pages out. So if you're going to go about it this way, you do need to have a pretty heavy duty paper cutter or you will be printing, or I mean cutting paper for quite literally forever. Um, so I also have my paper cutter linked in my Amazon storefront. So I will make sure that that is linked in the episode description so you can see what paper cutter I use. I can do several sheets at a time. So like a quantity of 100 invitation suites probably takes me like a total of like maybe 30, 45 minutes to cut everything. Um, it's really not bad at all. Again, every paper is going to be different though, so more textured papers might cut a little bit differently than smooth papers, and I might only be able to do like 10 at a time when they're textured, whereas smooth I can do like 25 at a time. So there are a lot of different factors that go into how the paper cutter is going to work, but again, you just gotta play with it. It's just all about trial and error. All of that being said, Outsourcing printing is definitely an easier option. However, it will be your highest expense for the year. It should be. Printing was my highest expense in 2022. This goes back to the episode where I talk about pricing and knowing your profit margins. After doing the math, my profit margin is 10% higher if I print from home. So yeah, 10% is a huge amount. Outsourcing is definitely an easier option, you know, just giving it off to somebody else. Totally understand that. I mean, I've done it for four years now, but it is going to be expensive. I also want you to understand that at-home printing is not for everybody. It's not for every business. Just because I'm deciding to do it does not mean that it is the right move for you and your business. For me, really, my end goal is to become a full-service invitation shop, meaning I want to be the person that's designing, producing, printing, assembling, everything from right inside my house or my studio or my office, whatever. If you listen to chapter 13 of my podcast, I talked all about where I see my business in 10 years and how I want to bring everything in-house. And this is just a huge step in the right direction for that goal. So it's not for everybody. I think you really need to think about your business and where you see your business in the future and think about if this would be the right move for you or if your business, you know, if the right move is outsourcing printing. I'm still going to outsource printing projects when it's necessary. There are some like gatefold invitation suites, just use a ton of ink. And I don't have a scoring board that can score several sheets at, at a time. So for me, I know that gatefold invitation suites right now are still going to be outsourced because they do the scoring and folding of those. There are still going to be miscellaneous projects that I have to outsource. I don't know. I just feel like it was important that I gave it a try and see what I can improve for the future of my business. It has been a learning curve for sure. Um, I've really just dove into it the past like two weeks, so I still have a lot to learn. But it's, you know, for everything considered, it's going pretty well right now. I'm already thinking about when I should purchase my second printer because I want to be able to have two projects going at the same time or have envelopes going at one time on one printer and invitation cards on the other printer. So I'm already thinking about those things, but that just goes with goes with the territory, I suppose. So all in all, 
at-home printing may or may not be best for you. It really just depends on your end goal for business. If you want to put more of your time, effort, money, etc. into the graphic design side of business, then that's totally fine. Maybe that is the bread and butter for your business. But for me personally, I just want it to all be in home. I want to be a full service shop. Um, and this is just a really big step into the right direction for me. So I'm sure if you're thinking about at home printing, you probably have questions. So please feel free to reach out on Instagram. Also, I highly recommend considering the Instagram subscription that I talked about so that you can get access to my resources that I use on the daily for in-home printing. And yeah, let me know what questions you have or concerns, whatever it may be. You can reach me on Instagram or through email. Otherwise, I will talk to you all next week. Thank you so much for listening. As always, love you guys. Talk soon. Cheers to finishing up another chapter in Julia's creative business guidebook. I hope you learned something new and will tune in next week for our new chapter. Until then, take care of yourself, do things that inspire you, and never stop creating. If you have any questions about anything I talked about during this episode, please refer to the link in the episode description to ask your question. All questions will be answered at the end of each unit.